Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, each and every one who are joining us today. We bless God for each and every one of you. We welcome you to this day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice. Hallelujah. God bless your holy name and be glad in it. And we welcome you to a morning walk in God's word. Amen, amen, and amen. Today we are continuing our walk through the book of 1 Corinthians. Today we will be in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 in its entirety. And as always, we are coming from the message version. And it reads, And how dare you take each other to court? When you think you have been wronged, does it make any sense to go before a court that knows nothing of God's ways instead of a family of believers? The day is coming when the world is going to stand before a jury made up of followers of Jesus. If someday you are going to rule on the world's fate, wouldn't it be a good idea to practice on some of these smaller cases? Why, we're even going to judge angels. So why not these everyday affairs? As these disagreements and wrongs surface, why would you ever entrust them to the judgment of people you don't trust in any other way? I say this as bluntly as I can to wake you up to the stupidity of what you're doing. Is it possible that there isn't one level-headed person among you who can make fair decisions with disagreements and disputes come up? I don't believe it. And here you are taking each other to court before people who don't even believe in God. How can they render justice if they don't believe in the God of justice? These court cases are an ugly blot on your community. Wouldn't it be far better to just take it, to let yourself be wronged and forget it? All you're doing is providing fuel for more wrong, more injustice, bringing more hurt to the people of your own spiritual family. Don't you realize that this is not the way to live? Unjust people who don't care about God will not be joining in his kingdom. Those who use and abuse each other, use and abuse sex, use and abuse the earth and everything in it don't qualify as citizens in God's kingdom. A number of you know from experience what I'm talking about, for not so long ago you were on that list. Since then, you've been cleaned up and given a fresh start by Jesus, our Master, our Messiah, and by our God present in us, the Spirit. Just because something is technically legal doesn't mean that it's spiritually appropriate. If I went around doing whatever I thought I could get by with, I'd be a slave to my whims. You know the old saying, First you eat to live, and then you live to eat? Well, it may be true that the body is only a temporary thing, but that's no excuse for stuffing your body with food or indulging it with sex. 
Since the master honors you with a body, honor him with your body. God honored the master's body by raising it from the grave. He'll treat yours with the same resurrection power. Until that time, remember that your bodies are created with the same dignity as the master's body. You wouldn't take the master's body off to a whorehouse, would you? I should hope not. There's more to sex than mere skin on skin. Sex is as much spiritual mystery as physical fact. As written in scripture, the two became one. Since we want to become spiritually one with the master, we must not persuade the kind of sex that avoids commitment and intimacy, leaving us more lonely than ever, the kind of sex that can never become one. There is a sense in which sexual sins are different from all others. In sexual sin, we violate the sacredness of our own bodies. These bodies that were made for God-given and God-modeled love for becoming one with another. Or didn't you realize that your body is a sacred place, the place of the Holy Spirit? Don't you see that you can't live however you please, squandering what God paid such a high price for? The physical part of you is not some piece of property belonging to the spiritual part of you. God owns the whole works. Mm, hallelujah. God owns all of you. God owns all of me. God owns the whole work. So let people see God in and through your body. Amen, amen, and amen. And that was 1 Corinthians chapter 6 in its entirety. And again, we were coming from the message version. And I apologize for my voice, for I am under the weather. But the devil is a liar, and God's word shall go forth. And as you have taken your walk through God's word today, we pray that you will allow God's word to walk through you and that you will have a blessed, prosperous, Holy Ghost-filled day on purpose. Remember that we love you and that we're praying for you, but most importantly, God loves you. God bless. Be blessed. Amen.